Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is John Rosenberg. I'll be your host on this podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, today is a memorial day. I would like to wish all the veterans around the country a happy memorial day. Um, we thank you for your sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice, which is your life. Uh, we thank you for sacrificing your life, put your life uh, to give us a liberty on, in, the, on this, in this country. So we really appreciate the veterans uh, who put the life in the, in the, the battlefield for us, for us to enjoy this um, democracy that we're in. Uh, anyhow, today we're going to talk about fake friends. Who are they? How they behave? Um, most of us have fake friends. Uh, fake friends, uh, my definition of fake friends, a person who's not liable, a person who's um, who's not respectful, a person is not who's not transparent. That's a fake friend to me. A uh, phony ass person. Um, like I said, um, we all have them. Whether it's your classmate uh, from high school, college, middle school, or whether it's your family members, whether it's your cousin, first cousin, second cousin, third cousin. Uh, those are the people that whether it's a co-worker at your job we have all we have we all have fake friends in our lives and some of some of those fake friends really affect our lives in a major way for most most of us some of us is not really but like i told people you have to be honest with yourself first and foremost then you can be honest with other people if you're not honest with yourself you could, you could never be honest with other people that being said, fake friends are real. They're in our lives. And we dealt with them on a daily basis. Whether it's at your job, whether it's your family, whether it might be your neighbor. Um, some people do have friends as neighbors. And uh, fake friends are real. Like I said before, and I'm going to talk about two, two of my friends. I'm not going to mention their name just to, to add, add respect for their family. So I'm not going to mention their name on this podcast. If they listen to it, they know who I'm talking about. Uh, one of them, um, I met him in middle school. The other one, I met him in high school. The first one I met him in middle school, he's, he has been there for me, always, you know, helped me out with my bills, always taking care of me. And the other one, he helped me out, but the thing about him, he never keep my personal personal. He always want to share my personal business with his family, which I didn't like. But um, that's who he is. That's his personality. And that's the that's what a lot of time we had to break off because of that. Uh, my other friends, we don't talk on on a daily basis. We barely talk now because he's married. He have a child. He just had a new baby, so we don't talk as much. So, but I know he's been there for me, and I always thank him. Sometimes you brush it. I say, Nah, you're good, man. You know, you know that's past already. But me, I, I I'm very grateful for those who have been there for me when I was down. So I never forget. A lot of people they tend to forget. Who has been there for them in the battlefield? Who has been there for them when they didn't have no money, when they didn't have no degrees, when they didn't have the nice car that they're driving now, the nice house that they live in now? So they're quick to forget. And then you cannot look down on people that are struggling or people that's going through tough time because one day you might be going through a tough time. So you have to be very careful about that. You do not look down on somebody because of his education, his or his education, his or his financial status, or his look, or he or she, look, the way the person look, his appearance. You don't look down on people because you never know. Life is a circle. It's a circle of life. You might be in the same predicament maybe a year from now, maybe a couple months from now. So you don't look down on people because they're going through a tough time or because they're not wearing the latest fashion like Gucci, Prada, Louis. 
Listen, you don't look down on people because people are people. You have to give people respect and dignity. Whether it's a family member, a co-worker, a friend of a friend, a best friend from high school, from college, or from middle school. Those of us who are best friends, we are going that far. But fake friends, um, we all know, <laughs> we all have them. We all have them. And then some of them, they really affect our life in a bad way because some of us, some of those fake friends, they have slept with our spouse, with our girlfriend, our boyfriend, with our husband and wives. So that's why I tell people, you have to be very, you have to look people from afar. You have to fill people with energy. Sometimes the person gives you some good vibe. Sometimes they give you a lot of bad vibe. And you have to dictate how you're going to deal with them on the vibe they're giving you, on their energy, which is spirit, on their spirit. Now, some of those friends have really destroyed family, destroyed lives, because they, was, they were not transparent, they were phony. So they end up, you know, breaking people's heart for the most part because they never had good intention from the, from the beginning. So consequently, they, they, they destroy people's lives in some cases. Some might argue most cases, but also some cases, people's lives have been destroyed because of fake friends. You have to be careful who you deal with. Um, you, you never heard that term. Um, bad company corrupt good character. I know you have heard that term before. Bad company corrupt good character if you associate yourself with a lot of stupid people there's a possibility you're going to be stupid too because that's all you see all the time that's how you want to be you know you know because you've been around all your life so you got to be careful who you associate with who you let into your home and that's another problem that most of us do um, you know we, you don't bring anybody to your home sometimes it might be family members if you know JJ your cousin JJ and your, your cousin Pookie is a crazy motherfucker you don't bring that motherfucker to your house you don't bring him to your house because you know he's going to cause chaos he's the agent of chaos he's going to come and create problems in your household so you should not invite him to the cookout to the birthday party because you know how he get down you can still talk to him from afar, but you don't want to invite him to your house. And that can be your friends that you grew up with in high school and college. If you know, for instance, if you know the person hitting your wife or your husband, you do not invite those people to your house because you know they're going to create problems for you and your husband or for you and your wife. So you don't invite them to your house. And it might be your cousin. It might be your first cousin. That might be the problem. You don't bring them to your household because they're gonna create problems that's gonna damage the relationship between you and your spouse. So to uh, alleviate all that problem, you do not invite them to your home. That doesn't mean you don't you don't like them. You just you want to prevent trouble and problem. That being said, we all have fake friends. Uh, we know who they are, what they're about. Me, I had a few of them in my life. And another thing too, people come to your 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 life like a season. Um, they're only there for a certain season, and then you have to let them go. Um, we, myself included, we have a tendency of holding on to people for a long time. Sometimes the person have to move on, and you have to move on and let bygone be bygone. Because you know we all grown up, and we all just move on from what you heard. Because we, you got to move on. Because whether they hurt your feelings, they break your heart. You got to pick up the pieces and move on. Whether it's a boyfriend or girlfriend that break your heart in high school or college or when you was grow, when you were, as a grown adult, you got to move on. Whether it's a friend that you look out for when he, was, he or she was down and now they're doing well, they don't even look your way because they, they all bougie now. So you got to move on because people come to you, your life in a season. And when the season is over, you have to realize that 
And we have to teach our children that people come to your life in like a season. Like we have, you know, you know, winter, spring, and summer and fall. That's how people come to your life. And when the season is over, you have to recognize it and let them be, let them go back their way. And a lot of us, we like to hold on to them because we have so much good experience with them. We like to hold on to them, but that's bad. We have to let them go. Now, in some cases, they might, you might reconnect with those people again in, in, in the future, but you have to let them go. But fake friends are real, and you have to be wary of that. You have to be vigilant on who you're dealing with, who you're interacting with, because that you don't have to waste your time or their time in some cases. You don't have to put yourself in a bond where you, you associate yourself with a whole bunch of phony people. And when you go through some tough time in life, whether you, you're about to lose your house, whether you're about to lose your car, whether you go into a relationship problem, none of those friends are there for you. Those are not your real friends. That can go for both family members or strangers that you know and you've been there for those people. So you have to be very careful about who you interact with and who you give your heart to or your emotion to. So you have to be very careful of that because that way you, you'll be you'll protect your heart and your feelings so you won't be disappointed all the time. So that's all I got to say about this fake friends phenomenon. You guys know who, you know, you dealt with fake friends before. You know what I'm talking about. Um, stay tuned for the NBA finals. I will be talking about it. Who's my pick for the finals? Um, stay tuned for the NBA finals later on. But thank you for tuning in for the Fake Friend episode. Take care. One love. Well, well, well. Good evening to this uh, this episode. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning in. Well, the NBA Finals 2019 is upon us. Uh, between the Raptors and the Golden State, uh, like uh, Rob Parker said at ESPN, no KD, no title, no KD, no title. Well, there are some truth to that um, statement: no KD, no title. Now we all know KD's a great player. He's a great player down the stretch. He can defend. He can shoot from any uh, spot on the floor. And plus, he's not a scrub. Now we also know Stephen Curry. Is also a great player, but he's not a great defender. That's his kryptonite. He's not a great defender. He's a great shooter. Nobody can refute that. He's the greatest shooter we have seen in the past 25, 30 years now. I've been watching the NBA for about 30 years right now. So I've seen a lot throughout the decades how the player, you know, the team changed, how they, you know, they changed the structure from hand check to no hand check now. So everything changed since Michael Jordan days. That's why I say Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time because he played an era where you can hand check the person, and then he was he was he was the first one that changed that that paradigm where a point guard can run you know one championship and won a team, and he was the first person to do that. And the first second person that was to do that that was Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson. But that being said, we're gonna focus on the Warriors what they need to do to win the championship and what the Raptors need to do to win, uh, to win the championship. First off, let's start with the Warriors. We know they are a great shooting team. They are well or a machine. But you've seen, some, you've seen some setback during the Houston series, even during the Clippers series. If you look at the Clippers series, they almost got beat. 
They could have got beat in the first round, but they escaped. They won the series. They move on to the second round. The Houston series, too, they could have got beat, too, because of James Hardhead. He liked to shoot too fucking much. He liked to shoot too damn much. Especially down the stretch, he liked to shoot too much. Now, don't get me wrong, he's a great player also. But you have to understand his defense that won games. Defense, not offense. Offense is good. But offense will always won your game. You have it come down to your defense. He shoot too damn much. And that's why they end up losing that game. They should have won the series, but they end up losing because they, he shoot too damn much, especially uh, down the stretch in the fourth quarter. And they had they had Stephen Curry locked down the first half. But guess what? They didn't put the pressure on him. In the second half, he got hot. And he scored 35 points. How could you, uh, you know, if that was Chicago, that's, that would never happen. That was Chicago. Imagine Jordan was checking um, Stephen Curry. Those of us who watched Jordan back in the 90s, you you agree, say yes, he would not he would not score that much. Jordan would have shut, shut him down the whole game. But, and Scottie Pippen, he would have been shut down. He would not be able to score no game, no points. He probably, you know, I'll probably give him 15. He might get 15, maybe 20. But you he will not score 35 on Jordan and, and the Bulls. Are you crazy? But that being said, um, the Warriors have a lot to worry about. First off, KD is injured. He won't be playing in the first in the first game. To what I'm hearing, he may not play the whole series, but they keep that in the hush hush. Like Steve Kerr said, you know, you have to monitor him as the time goes by because, you know, in the, those series like that, in the finals, you have some, you know, three days off, sometimes four days off in between games. So they, he have a lot of time to rest and recuperate from his injuries. That being said, this year is another beast. They're facing another team, and not the Cavaliers. Even with the Cavaliers, we saw that they almost got beat. A couple, uh, like three games straight, they almost got beat by the Cavaliers because of mistake that the Cavaliers made, and they end up getting swept. Not this year. They're not gonna have that luxury this year. First off, they don't have home court advantage. Secondly, they're going against Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Okay, which is a gr- a two-way player. He's a great defender. He can guard every position, and plus he can shoot the ball. I'm not saying he's a great passer, but he's a great he's a great defender. Plus, he can shoot. He's not a scrub. He don't let the fame go to his head. You don't you don't care about. It. And he's a team player. He don't care about his stats. He don't even brag about his stats. He's a team player. You need that guy in your team. So the Warriors have have a lot to worry about facing the Raptors. Um, I know they got swept during the regular season. Like I said, the regular season is is just. Is what it is. The regular season, people get you know the team play four games straight. They don't have a lot of time off during the, reg- uh, the regular season like they have during the playoff. So they have a lot of time off to focus on different aspects of the game, whether it's the defense, the offense, whether they're gonna play you know triangle offense, they're gonna go iso ball. Now if they play iso ball, I will give, um, I will give the Raptors the edge because they know they they're gonna they're gonna guard Curry and they're gonna guard Clay. The person they may have problem with, if he plays, it might be uh, Kevin Durant. Ibaka can call, can guard Kevin Durant or, or Siakam. They can put Siakam or Ibaka in, on, on Kevin Durant to, to decrease his um, uh, his um, shots. That being said, they have a tough battle 
ahead of them. Okay? It's not going to be a sweep like they did like Cavaliers last year. That's not going to happen. They're going against Kawhi Leonard. Okay? One of the best players, two-way players in the game right now. Okay? Now, Kawhi Leonard is no scrub. And if you watch the Buck series, you see that he was no scrub. He played his best. Even the Philadelphia series, which they, they almost lost. You have to give Philadelphia credit. But they, they got away with that game. They won that game. But in the Bucs series, we, me, myself, everybody knew that they was gonna, the Bucs was going to beat them. Because the, the Bucs was up 2-0. Two to, uh, to and they came back and beat the, the Milwaukee Bucks 4-2. Uh, so that's incredible in itself. And plus they beat them at the, their own house. Okay? So the Golden State have a lot to worry about. With seven carry, like he's going to get his. He's going to get his 25 points, maybe 35 points. Who knows? He might get less than that. It depends who they got. I know me, the way I would have done it, I would have put, um, what's his name? Uh, Kyle Lowry on on Stephen Curry. I'll put, um, uh, what's his name? I'll put Kawhi Leonard on Klay Thompson. And I'll put Siakam or Ibaka on K- KD if he's playing. And then I'll play, what's his name, uh, in the center, I'll put um, Paul Gasol. Mark Gasol, I'll put Mark Gasol at center. So they're long, you know, they're long, they, they, they're long, they can shoot. You see, Toronto can shoot the ball very well. They pass the ball too, they're not, they're not ball hoggers, you know, like Cleveland was, or like, you know, not really Cleveland, but the other team, you know, they like, Philadelphia was kind of ball hogging the ball. They, that's why they lost a lot, of, uh, they lost the game. But, it's going to be a tough time. Now, this is a, you know, it's not a fluke. Um, they have been, they have gone to the, the finals the fifth consecutive year. So that's not a hard, that's a hard time to achieve in any era to go to, a, even though the game have changed over the past decades or so, I'll say the past 20 years now. But it's a hard task for your team, for any team to go to the finals five straight years. So you have to give kudos to the Warriors because they're well or a machine. Like they said, um, Kevin Durant may not be the most, he's the best player, but Stephen Curry is the most important player for the Golden State because he fits like a glove in, 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 the, in, the, in the, what they do over there. So is KD, but he, he's more important to Golden State than KD was. Now, if he wanted to carry his legacy, you know, either way, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, either way. But for him, for, for people that have respect for him as a, as a player, he has to be the MVP of this final. If they, win, if they win this final, he must be MVP. Now, if KD became the MVP, everybody going to look at, look at Seven Curry sideways. Sideway. That's how they're going to look at him. He must win the MVP for him to elevate his... Um, his respect around the league because when you're a great player, you have to get an NBA Finals um, MVP because they all all the great players have won it for the most part. I'm not talking about those great players that have gone to the finals. I'm not talking about the great players that have not been to the finals. I'm talking about the great players that have gone to the finals. Uh, if you look at the stats, most of them have won NBA MVP final MVP Finals. That being said, Stephen Curry is no scrub, so he knows what to what's ahead of him. And I know the Raptors are going to prepare for them. Uh, they're playing at home. They're going to be more relaxed. They're going to, first of all, they're going to be relaxed. 
they know what's ahead of them. They, you see, you see, uh, Kawhi Leonard said, you know, it's not over yet. You know, we still have a, a next series to to look forward to. So it's going to be a great battle. I'm looking forward to it. My pick, I'm going to pick Toronto. I'll say Toronto in six or five, give or take. Uh, that's my pick. But like I said, it's not going to be a walk in the park like last year, like they did to Capillaires. You know, it's not going to be like last year. Or it's not going to be like the year before. But like I said, even the Cavaliers, if you look at the first championship in 2015, the Cavaliers, they lost, they lost um, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. They lost those two great players. If you, one might say, one might argue, if Kyrie and Kate, Kevin Love was playing, they would have beat the Warriors in 2015. People forget that. Remember, there was an argument in the league who's going to be the MVP in the finals. They gave it to uh, Agulala, but... Igudala, that's his name, Igudala, he got the MVP for that year. Um, LeBron James should have got the MVP because he had the highest percentage out of all the teammates in that, in that series. So he put the highest number, the highest uh, shooting uh, rate. So he should have been the MVP of that, fi- of that final 2015. He didn't get it. They gave it to uh, Andrew Agudala. Igudala, Igudala, Igudala. I keep messing, messing up his name. So that being said, there's a lot they have to look forward to coming to the, the finals. Um, they're going to be playing. And then guess what? Kawhi Leonard had a whole country behind him. That's a lot. You know, you, when you have a country behind you, it's one thing you have a state behind you. Now you have a whole country behind you. So if they beat the Warriors, I, I'm, I'm going to go off the land right here. If... They beat the Warriors. And there's a possibility they might beat the Warriors. Let's be clear on that. That's going to, He's going to be forever remembered for bringing a championship to Canada. He, I mean, he'll forever be remembered for that. They will never forget that. And he's going to be idolized. You know, I don't like idolized people. I think that's, you know, that's demonic. But he's going to be idolized around Canada for decades to come if they pull this off, if they beat the Warriors. Now, on the, on the flip side, he might stay in Canada. People are saying he's going to L.A., to the Clippers, to the... Uh, the Lakers right now, they're in shambles right now. The front office is in shambles. Like Magic, Magic Johnson said, I watched the interview with Stephen A. Smith. This is preposterous, Magic. But anyhow, you heard Magic said he didn't have full control how to run the team, who to hire, who to fire. So Genie Buzz didn't give him that luxury to run the to, to fire and hire people. So there was a lot of string attached to the deal. So he ended up stepping down. He explained why he stepped down. And Magic, if you look at his track record in business, I'm not going to look into his personal life because that's his personal life. But in his business life, he's very consistent. The guy worth about $800 million. So he's not a scrub. He knows how to do business. He's a businessman. You know, he went from the NBA. And as a player, he was a great player. He was not a scrub as a player. And he's not a scrub as a businessman. So one can argue that he's a great businessman. So that being said, I think they should have kept Magic. They should have given him all the stuff that he needs to work. Um, they should have hired Ty Lu. Ty Lu didn't hire Ty, uh, Ty on Lu. So they, and that's another mistake they made. They should have hired Ty on Lu. But who knows the new coach? I'm not really feeling him right now. I, I don't. I don't really like him for the Lakers. He doesn't. He doesn't have that pedigree that the Lakers are looking for. 
he doesn't have that. But like I said, who knows? Like I said, we'll try and see how the offseason go. Now, if AD go into uh, an and Anthony Davis go to the the Lakers, you know, that might change the paradigm. Or if Kawhi go to the Lakers. I mean, um, I've heard around the league that um, LeBron James have reached out to Jimmy Butler. So if Jimmy Butler go to the Lakers, that's going to be a good look for them too. Now, KD, uh, when it comes to the Warriors, you know, the Warriors, gonna be, they're going to look different team next year because KD, you know, you can say this is last year in the Golden State um, uniform. You can you can really say that. You can see that coming. Um, he 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 got his championship. So whether they win or lose or draw, he's not gonna stay in Golden State. He's gonna move on to get his mass contract. He might get three hundred million dollars. You know who knows? He might get four hundred million dollars. Who knows how much money he's gonna get? But I'm pretty sure he might get three hundred million dollars, five to ten years. Um, man, if you get a ten year contract, that's gonna be four hundred million dollars easy. But who knows, he might go to the Knicks. There'd be rumors that he's going to the Knicks. There have been rumors that he's going to the what's the other team? The Lakers. I don't think he's gonna to go to the Lakers because at this day and age, I don't think you wanna play for the Lakers because LeBron is there already. Plus he wanna build his own legacy. So for me, my advice to me, if I was his um his agent or his best friend, I would tell him, KD, you need to go back to the DC, man. Go back to DC and bring back a championship for DC. That will solidify, solidify your legacy. If you go to Washington, D.C., you win a championship, bro, you forever, man, you be the man. People have a lot of respect for you. They're like, yeah, this guy went on his own. He built, you know, he got, he went, he went to his own town and bring back a championship. Now, if you go to the New York Knicks and the New York Knicks get Kyrie Irving and they get, um, well, I don't know if they will be able to get Zion. If they could get Zion, that would be great, too. But if they get Kyrie and uh, what's his name and KD, that would be a, a a great combo, and they can win a championship with those two players. They they really can. But we shall see how the offseason play out come June first. But the Warriors they have they do have the edge to win this series. But I'll give the edge to the Raptors for the simple fact that the Raptors are playing at home. They have the crowd behind them. And plus, they've been playing great defense throughout the series. And plus, they shoot the, the ball very well. Now, you've seen that with the Warriors. They have been struggling with their defense. They struggle a lot. Even with the with the Clippers in the first round, they struggle with the defense. The second round against the Rockets, they were struggling with the defense. Now, they got better than the, than the second game. The third game, they got better with the defense, but they were struggling a little bit. Even with the uh, the Blazers, you see they had, they had some struggle here and there with the defense. So they was not consistent on the defense uh, defense's end, but they were great in the office uh the office uh, with their offense. That being said, the Golden State this year is going to be a tough battle for them to win the, the championship. And kudos to them if they won it and then uh, if um Stephen Curry became MVP, I would love for him to win to an MVP. But I'm telling you, he's the big butt. They're going against Kawhi. I was watching a game earlier, back in December of 20, 2018, and they played without Kawhi, and KD was on that team. They, they got beat. They got blown out by 25 points. Now, one might say, oh, this is a regular season, but that's an indication that they can be beat. <laughs> okay? They can be beat. Yes, it's the regular season. We know that's uh, compared orange to apples because in the playoff, you can zoom in on different players and have you know your, your team ready for different type of uh, uh, players, but or different type of team. 
But in the regular season, because, you know, they play like, you know, four games consecutively, you know, people are tired. So they're not going to play as a high level, you know, during the during the playoff like they will play during the, the, the regular season because they're tired because they play four or five games, consecutive games. So a lot of those players, they get tired. So you can see that the fatigue during the game. That being said, I'll give the Raptors the edge. Kawhi Leonard, if he won this championship, which most likely he will, if he, if they if they beat the Warriors in five, I'll give him five or six. Um, but let's let's watch the first two games. Like I told you guys, that's the same thing I was saying before. But with the Morocco Bucks, what happened with Giannis? He couldn't buy a shot in the fourth quarter. He missed a lot of free throws. And those of us who are analysts going to listen to this podcast say, John is right. He missed a lot of free throws. He couldn't buy a shot. He didn't, he was, so that's what make him lose the game. Now, he, I guess that's a testimony to his greatness. He will be back next year. We'll see how, how strong he come back next, next year, next season. So, you know, he will be the MVP because I always picked him as my MVP. I don't think James Hardhead should get MVP, even though he put a lot of numbers, but he's not a complete player. Um, he doesn't make his team better. That's why I give um, Giannis the MVP because he makes his teammate much better. And plus, they had the best record in the NBA. So that's the reason why I'll give Giannis the MVP, which I know he's going to win next, uh, I think this month coming up, they're going to give him the MVP award. Uh, it will be better, it will be much sweeter if he had won it during the finals. But since he lose the the the, the, final, the Eastern Finals, that's okay. You know, for you to succeed, you must fail. That's how life is. For anybody to succeed, you must fail. So that's how it is in life. So I know he's going to take this lesson at heart. He's going to go back, look at the videos. And he must work on his free throws. He must work on his post-up move. And he must work on his mid-range jumper. I remember the, the um, Skip Bellis. Chris Bouchard, they talk about those that those things. <laughs> so he must work in his mid jump. Um, if he was hitting his mid jump um, shots, they would have beat the Raptors. He missed those shots. He missed free throws and uh, and down the stretch. You see, what I tell people all the time, if you're missing free throws down the stretch and you're missing those mid jumpers down the stretch, you you bound to lose. You're going to lose the game. So that being said. I, my pick for the final for the NBA Finals 2019 will be the Raptors and getting five and getting five. Or the Raptors on in six. Now, could they be beat? Yeah, they can be beat better to Golden State. We'll see what Steve Kerr have under his sleeve. What are they gonna come up with? Their staff. What they what's the game plan gonna be like? Um Stephen Curry, look out for those two players, Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. If they can if they can keep those guys down. To 15 points per game or less, <laughs> Toronto's gonna beat them with no problem. Now, that Wild Parker said, no KD, no title. No KD, no title. According to my boy, to my man, Wild Parker ESPN. <laughs> no KD, no title. <laughs> so there's some truth to that. Um, like I said, um, more than likely KD may not be playing the whole finals. Um, it's a day-to-day process. They're still looking or waiting to give us the update on KD. I know for a fact he's not going to be playing game one. They said um, Boogie Cousin might be coming back. Hey, if he comes back, who knows how he's going to play. He's been gone for a while. 
So who knows how he's going to play when he comes back. So we shall see how he's going to perform when he gets back uh, in uniform. So that being said, no KD, no title. I'm going to stick by that. Um, like I said, Seven Curry got a lot to show. Um, he's the, he has the highest um, shooting percentage in the, in, the, in the playoff than anybody else. So, uh, so we'll shall see how everything um, play out throughout the finals. The finals will start um, on Thursday at 8.30 on um, ABC. So those of us who are, uh, who are in the United States will be watching the game in ABC uh, Eastern Time, 8.30 p.m. So one love. Thank you for tuning in. This is for my fan. Like I said, I do this <laughs> sport updates for my fans. So, you know, me, my stuff is mostly politics and religion and social issues. That's what I usually talk about primarily. But um, since this is the playoff, I'll, you know, dip in and dabble here and there on uh, what's going on in the NBA or the other sports. But primarily the NBA. But you guys have been great. Um, thank you for tuning in. One love. This is John Rosenberg signing off. No KD. No title. Peace out. Well, 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 good evening to this uh, this episode. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning in. Well, the NBA Finals 2019 is upon us uh, between the Raptors and the Golden State. Uh, like uh, Rob Parker said at ESPN, no KD, no title, no KD, no title. Well, there are some truth to that um, statement. No KD, no title. Now, we all know KD is a great player. He's a great player down the stretch. He can defend. He can shoot from any uh, spot on the floor. And plus, he's not a scrub. Now, we also know Stephen Curry is also a great player, but he's not a great defender. That's his kryptonite. He's not a great defender. He's a great shooter. Nobody can refute that. He's the greatest shooter we have seen in the past 25, 30 years now. I've been watching the NBA for about 30 years right now. So I've seen a lot throughout the decades, how the player, you know, the team changed, how they, you know, they changed the structure from hand check to no hand check now. So everything changed since Michael Jordan days. That's why I say Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time because he played an era where you can hand check the person, and then he was he was he was the first one that changed that that paradigm where a point guard can run you know one championship and won a team. And he was the first person to do that. And the first, second person that was to do that, that was Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson. But that being said, we're going to focus on the Warriors, what they need to do to win the championship, and what the Raptors need to do to win, uh, to win the championship. First off, let's start with the Warriors. We know they are a great shooting team. They are well or a machine. But you've seen, some, you've seen some setback during the Houston series, even during the Clippers series. If you look at the Clippers series, they almost got beat. They could have got beat in the first round, but they escaped. They won the series. They moved on to the second round. The Houston series, too, they could have got beat, too, because of James Hardhead. He liked to shoot too fucking much. He liked to shoot too damn much, especially down the stretch. He liked to shoot too much. Now, don't get me wrong. He's a great player also, but you have to understand his defense that won games. Defense, not offense. Offense is good. But offense is always when you game. You have it come down to your defense. 
he shoot too damn much. And that's why they end up losing that game. They should have won the series, but they end up losing because they, he shoot too damn much, especially uh, down the stretch in the fourth quarter. And they had they had Stephen Curry locked down the first half, but guess what? They didn't put the pressure on him. In the second half, he got hot, and he scored 35 points. How could you say, uh, you know, if that was Chicago, that's, that would never happen, that was Chicago. Imagine Jordan was checking um, Stephen Curry. Those of us who watched Jordan back in the '90s, you you agree? Say yes. He would not. He would not score that much. Jordan would have shut, shut him down the whole game. But and Scottie Pippen, he would have been shut down. He would not be able to score no game, no points. He probably you know I probably give him 15. He might get 15, maybe 20. But you he would not score 35 on Jordan and, and the Bulls. Are you crazy? But that being said, um. The Warriors have a lot to worry about. First off, KD is injured. He won't be playing in the first in the first game. To what I'm hearing, he may not play the whole series, but they keep that in the hush hush. Like Steve Kerr said, you know, you have to monitor him as the time goes by because you know, in the, those series like that, in the finals, you have some you know three days off, sometimes four days off in between games. So they, he have a lot of time to rest and recuperate from his injuries. That being said. This year is another beast. They're facing another team, and not the Cavaliers. Even with the Cavaliers, we saw that they almost got beat a couple, uh, like three games straight. They almost got beat by the Cavaliers because of mistake that the Cavaliers made, and they end up getting swept. Not this year. They're not gonna have that luxury this year. First off, they don't have home court advantage. Secondly, they're going against Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Okay, which is a, a two-way player. He's a great defender. He can guard every position. And plus, he can shoot the ball. I, I'm not saying he's a great passer, but he's a great sh- he, he's a great defender. Plus, he can shoot. He's not a scrub. He don't let the fame go to his head. He don't, he don't care about it. And he's a team player. He don't care about his stats. He don't even brag about his stats. He's a team player. You need that guy in your team. So the Warriors have, have a lot to worry about facing the Raptors. Um... I know they got swept during the regular season. Like I said, the regular season is, is just is what it is, the regular season. People get, you know, the team play four games straight. They don't have a lot of time off during the, reg- uh, the regular season like they have during the playoff. So they have a lot of time off to focus on different aspects of the game, whether it's the defense, the offense, whether they're going to play, you know, triangle offense, they're going to go iso ball. Now, if they play iso ball, I will give, um, I will give the Raptors the edge. Because they know they they're gonna they're gonna guard Curry and they're gonna guard Clay. The person they may have problem with if he plays it might be uh, Kevin Durant. Ibaka can call, can guard Kevin Durant or, or Siakam. They can put Siakam or Ibaka and on, on Kevin Durant to to decrease his um uh, his um shots. That being said, they have a tough battle ahead of them. Okay. It's not going to be a sweep like they did like Cavaliers last year. That's not going to happen. They're going against Kawhi Leonard, okay? One of the best players, two-way players in the game right now, okay? Now, Kawhi Leonard is no scrub. And if you watch the Buck series, you see that he was no scrub. He played his best. Even the Philadelphia series, which they, they almost lost. You have to give Philadelphia credit. But they, they got away with that game. They won that game. But 
and the Bucks series, we, me myself, everybody knew that they was gonna the Bucks was gonna beat them because the the Bucks was up two to uh, two to zero, and they came back and beat the Milwaukee Bucks uh, four to two. So that's incredible in itself. And plus they beat them at the, their own house, okay? So the Golden State have a lot to worry about. With seven carry, like he's going to get his, he's going to get his 25 points, maybe 35 points. Who knows? He might get less than that. It depends who they got. I know me, the way I would have done it, I would have put, um, what's his name, uh, Kyle Lowry on, on Stephen Curry. I will put, um, uh, what's his name? I will put Kawhi Leonard on Klay Thompson. And I'll put Siakam or Ibaka on K- a KD if he's playing. And then I'll play, what's his name, uh, in the center, I'll put um, Paul Gasol. Mark Gasol, I'll put Mark Gasol as center. So they're long, you know, they're long, they, they, they long, they can shoot. You see, Toronto can shoot the ball very well. They pass the ball too. They're not, they're not ball hoggers, you know, like Cleveland was, or like, you know, not really Cleveland, but the other team, you know, they like Philadelphia was kind of ball hogging the ball. Yeah, that's why they lost a lot. Of, uh, they lost the game, but it's gonna be a tough time. Now this is a you know it's not a fluke. Um, they have been they have gone to the the finals a fifth consecutive year. So that's not a hard that's a hard time to achieve in any era to go to. A, even though the game have changed over the, over the past decades or so, I'll say the past twenty years now, but. Is a hard task for your team, for any team to go to the finals five straight years. So you have to give kudos to the Warriors because they're well or a machine. Like they said, um, Kevin Durant may not be the most, he's the best player, but Kevin, Stephen Curry is the most important player for the Golden State because he fits like a glove in, 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 uh, in, the, the, in the, what they do over there. So is KD, but he, he's more important to Golden State than KD was. Now, if he wanted to carry his legacy, you know, either way, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, either way. But for him, for, for people that have respect for him as a, as a player, he has to be the MVP of this final. If they, win, if they win this final, he must be MVP. Now, if KD became the MVP, everybody going to look at, look at Seven Curry sideways. Sideway. That's how they're going to look at him. He must win the MVP for him to elevate his... Um, his respect around the league because when you're a great player, you have to get an NBA Finals um, MVP because they all all the great players have won it for the most part. I'm not talking about those great players that have gone to the finals. I'm not talking about the great players that have not been to the finals. I'm talking about the great players that have gone to the finals. Uh, if you look at the stats, most of them have won NBA MVP final MVP Finals. That being said, Stephen Curry is no scrub, so he knows what to what's ahead of him. And I know the Raptors are going to prepare for them. Uh, they're playing at home. They're going to be more relaxed. They're going to hit first of all. They're going to be relaxed. They know what's ahead of them. They, you see, you see uh, Kawhi Leonard said, you know, it's not over yet. You know, we still have a, a next series to to look forward to. So it's going to be a great battle. I'm looking forward to it. My pick. I'm going to pick Toronto. I'll say Toronto in six or five, give or take. Uh, that's my pick. But. Like I said, it's not going to be a walk in the park like last year, like they did to Capilias, you know. It's not going to be like last year. Or it's not going to be like the year before. But like I said, even the Cavaliers, if you look at the first championship in 2015, the Cavaliers, they lost, they lost um, Kevin Love, 
and Kyrie Everett. They lost those two great players. If you, one might say, one might argue, if Kyrie and Kate, Kevin Love was playing, they would have beat the Warriors in 2015. People forget that. Remember, there was an argument in the league who's going to be the MVP in the finals. They gave it to uh, Agulala, but Igudala, that's his name, Igudala, Igudala, he got the MVP for that year. Um, LeBron James should have got the MVP because he had the highest percentage out of all the teammates in that, in that series. So he put the highest number, the highest uh, shooting uh, rate. So he should have been the MVP of that, fi- of that final 2015. He didn't get it. They gave it to uh, Andrew Agudala. 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 I keep messing, messing up his name. So that being said, there's a lot they have to look forward to coming to the, the finals. Um, they're going to be playing. And then guess what? Kawhi Leonard had a whole country behind him. That's a lot. You know, you, when you have a country behind you, it's one thing you have a state behind you. Now you have a whole country behind you. So if they beat the Warriors, I, I'm, I'm going to go off the land right here. If they beat the Warriors, and there's a possibility they might beat the Warriors. Let's be clear on that. That's going. He's going to be forever remembered for bringing a championship to Canada. He, I mean, he'll forever be remembered for that. They will never forget that. And he's going to be idolized. You know, I don't like idolized people. I think that's, you know, that's demonic. But he's going to be idolized around Canada for decades to come if they pull this off, if they beat the Warriors. Now, on the, on the flip side, he might stay in Canada. People are saying he's going to L.A., to the Clippers, to the... The Lakers right now, they're in shambles right now. The front office is in shambles. Like Magic Johnson said, I watched the interview with Stephen A. Smith. This is preposterous, Magic. But anyhow, you heard Magic said he didn't have full control how to run the team, who to hire, who to fire. So Genie Buzz didn't give him that luxury to run the to, to fire and hire people. So there was a lot of string attached to the deal. So he ended up stepping down. He explained why he stepped down. And Magic, if you look at his track record in business, I'm not going to look into his personal life because that's his personal life. But in his business life, he's very consistent. The guy worth about $800 million. So he's not a scrub. He knows how to do business. He's a businessman. You know, he went from the NBA. And as a player, he was a great player. He was not a scrub as a player. And he's not a scrub as a businessman. So one can argue that he's a great businessman. So that being said, I think they should have kept magic. They should have given him all the stuff that he needs to work. Um, they should have hired Tyron Lue. Ty Lue, they didn't hire Ty, uh, Ty on Lou, so they, and that's another mistake they made. They should have hired Ty on Lou, but who knows? The new coach, I'm not really feeling him right now. I, I don't, I don't really like him for the Lakers. He doesn't, he doesn't have that pedigree that the Lakers are looking for. He doesn't have that. But like I said, who knows? Like I said, we'll shall see how the offseason go. Now, if AD go uh, and Anthony Davis go to the the Lakers, you know that might change the paradigm. Or if Kawhi go to the Lakers, I mean, um, I've heard around the league that um, LeBron James have reached out to Jimmy Butler. So if Jimmy Butler go to the Lakers, that's going to be a good look for them too. Now, KD, uh, when it comes to the Warriors, you know, the Warriors, gonna be, they're going to look different team next year because KD, you know, you can say this is last year in the Golden State. 
um, uniform. You can you can really say that. You can see that coming. Um, he, he he got his championship. So whether they win or lose or draw, he's not going to stay in Golden State. He's going to move on to get his mass contract. He might get $300 million. For, you know, who knows? He might get $400 million. Who knows how much money he's going to get? But I'm pretty sure he might get $300 million five to ten years. Um, man, if you get a ten-year contract, that's going to be $400 million easy. But who knows? He might go to the Knicks. There'd be rumors that he's going to the Knicks. There have been rumors that he's going to the... What's the other team? The Lakers. I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers because at this day and age, I don't think you want to play for the Lakers because LeBron is there already. Plus, he want to build his own legacy. So, for me, my advice to me, if I was his, um, his agent or his best friend, I would tell him, KD, you need to go back to the D.C., man. Go back to D.C. and bring back a championship for D.C. That would solidify, solidify your legacy. If you go to Washington, D.C., you win a championship, bro, you forever, man, you be the man. People have a lot of respect for you. They're like, yeah, this guy went on his own. He built, you know, he got, he went, he went to his own town and bring back a championship. Now, if you go to the New York Knicks and the New York Knicks get Kyrie Irving and they get, um, well, I don't know if they will be able to get Zion. If they could get Zion, that would be great too. But if they get Kyrie and, uh, what's his name, and KD, that would be a, a, a great combo. And they can win a championship with those two players. They, they really can but we shall see how the offseason play out come June 1st. But the Warriors, they, have, they do have the edge to win this series, but I'll give the edge to the Raptors for the simple fact that the Raptors are playing at home. They have the crowd behind them. And plus, they've been playing great defense throughout the series. And plus, they shoot the, the ball very well. Now, you've seen that with the Warriors. They have been struggling with their defense. They struggle a lot. Even with the with the Clippers in the first round, they struggled with the defense. The second round against the Rockets, they were struggling with the defense. Now, they got better than the, than the second game. The third game, they got better with the defense, but they were struggling a little bit. Even with the uh, the Blazers, you see they had, they had some struggle here and there with the defense. So they was not consistent on the defense uh, defenses end, but they were great in the office uh, the office uh, with their offense. That being said. The Golden State this year is going to be a tough battle for them to win the, the championship. And kudos to them if they won it. And then uh, if um, Stephen Curry became MVP, I would love for him to win, to win MVP. But I'm telling you, he's the big butt. They're going against Kawhi. I was watching a game earlier back in December of 20, 2018. And they played without Kawhi. And KD was on that team. They, they got beat. They got blown out by 25 points. Now, one might say, oh, this is a regular season, but that's an indication that they can be beat, <laughs> okay? They can be beat. Yes, it's the regular season. We know that's uh, comparing orange to apples because in the playoff, you can zoom in on different players and have you know your, your team ready for different type of uh, uh, players but or different type of team. But in the regular season, because you know they play like you know four games consecutively, you know, people are tired, so they're not gonna play as a high level. Out, you know, doing the doing the playoff like they will play during the 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 regular season because they tired because they play four or five games consecutive games. So a lot of those players they get tired. So you can see that the fatigue during the game. That being said, I will give the Raptors the edge. Kawhi Leonard, if he won this championship, which most likely he will. 
if we, if they if they beat the Warriors in five, I'll, I'll give them five or six. Um, but <laughs> let's let, let's watch the first two games. Like I told you guys, that's the same thing I was saying before. But with the Morocco Bucks, what happened with Giannis? He couldn't buy a shot in the fourth quarter. He missed a lot of free throws. And those of us who are analysts going to listen to this podcast say, John is right. He missed a lot of free throws. He couldn't buy a shot. He didn't, he was, so that's what make him lose the game. Now, he, I guess that's a testimony to his greatness. He will be back next year. We'll see how, how strong he come back next, next year, next season. So, you know, he will be the MVP because I always picked him as my MVP. I don't think James Hardhead should get MVP, even though he put a lot of numbers, but he's not a complete player. Um, he doesn't make his team better. That's why I give um, Giannis the MVP because he makes his teammate much better. And plus, they had the best record in the NBA. So that's the reason why I'll give Giannis the MVP, which I know he's going to win next, uh, I think this month coming up, they're going to give him the MVP award. Uh, it will be better, it will be much sweeter if he had won it during the finals. But since he lost the the, 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 final, the Eastern finals, that's okay. You know, for you to succeed, you must fail. That's how life is. For anybody to succeed, you must fail. So that's how it is in life. So I know he's going to take this lesson at heart. He's going to go back, look at the videos. And he must work on his free throws. He must work on his post-up move. And he must work on his mid-range jumper. I remember the, the um, Skip Bellis, Chris Bouchard, they talk about those that those things. <laughs> so he must work on his mid-jump. Um, if he was hitting his mid-jump um, shots, they would have beat the Raptors. He missed those shots. He missed free throws. And, and down the stretch, you see, I tell people all the time, if you're missing free throws down the stretch and you're missing those mid-jumpers down the stretch, you, you're bound to lose. You're going to lose the game. So that being said, I, my pick for the final, for the NBA Finals 2019 will be the Raptors and getting five, and get five. Or the Raptors on in six. Now, could they be beat? Yeah, they can be beat better to Golden State. We'll see what Steve Kerr have under his sleeve. What are they going to come up with, their staff? What they, what's the game plan going to be like? Um, Stephen Curry, look out for those two players, Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson. If they, can, if they can keep those guys down to 15 points per game or less, <laughs> Toronto's going to beat them with no problem. Now, that White Parker said, no KD, no title. No KD. No title, according to my boy, to my man, Ralph Parker, ESPN. No KD, no title. So there's some truth to that. Um, like I said, um, more than likely, KD may not be playing the whole finals. Um, he's a day-to-day process. They're still looking or waiting to give us the update on KD. I know for a fact he's not going to be playing game one. They said um, Boogie Cousin might be coming back. Hey. If he come back, who knows how he's going to play. He's been gone for a while. So who knows how he's going to play when he come back. So we shall see how he's going to perform when he get back uh, in uniform. So that being said, no KD, no title. I'm going to stick by that. Um, like I said, Seven Curry got a lot to show. Um, he's the, He have the highest um, shooting percentage in the, in, the, in the playoff than anybody else. So, uh, so we'll shall see how everything um, play out throughout the finals. The finals will start um, on Thursday at 8:30 on um, ABC. 
So those of us who are uh, in the United States will be watching the game in ABC uh, Eastern Time, 8.30 p.m. So one love. Thank you for tuning in. This is for my fan. Like I said, I do this <laughs> spot updates for my fans. So, you know, me, my stuff is mostly politics and religion and social issues. That's what I usually talk about primarily. But um, since this is the playoff, I'll, you know, dip in and dabble here and there on, on what's going on in the NBA or the other sports. But primarily the NBA. But you guys been great. Um, thank you for tuning in. One love. This is John Rosenberg signing off. No KD. No title. Peace out.